Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today to discuss the release of the 2021 statewide super state under 19 girls squad is Sandful female talent manager Robbie Neal. Robbie, thanks for your time, appreciate you coming on board and really exciting day for the top end talented uh, girls playing in SA. It's going to be great, Zach. Uh, it's the opportunity for our girls to, to travel to the Gold Coast uh, in about a month's time to be standalone as South Australia. Mm. Um, we've we've travelled to the Gold Coast in previous years in, a, in an allies format, whether it's with Tasmania and the NT. More recently, it's been with the NT as a central allies um, composite team. So, uh, yeah, to travel... Uh, to Queensland. First of all, great to travel, yeah. um, you know, full stop, mm, but to, mm. to go as, as South Australia um, and, and play some footy is going to be great. And we've got WA in a couple of weeks yeah. um, at uh, Flinders University Stadium at Norlunga, um, first of all, in two weeks' time, and then we get up to the Gold Coast two weeks yeah. after that. So looking forward to a really good campaign. Really special that the girls get to put on the Cherish Red Guernsey. We hear so much about it uh, from the men's side of things, don't we? But, um, yeah, this is the first time, like, obviously they have previously against the NT, but, um, yeah, to do it on the national stage at a carnival is really special. Especially the, the way the, the format is now and... Um, you know, and especially with it, with AFLW being such mm. a, an aspiration for, for the players as well. So uh, very important. Um, the allies will be New South Wales, ACT, NT and Tasmania. Okay. And um, we'll play that, that group um, mm-hmm. on Thursday the 15th of April, but we'll take on Queensland mm. uh, on the 12th of April. Um, both games are at Metricon Stadium mm-hmm. up there, so... You get to play on a, a wonderful oval, yeah. um, and it's only two matches. Previously, we've played three matches mm-hmm. with 15-minute quarters, but we'll be playing 20-minute uh, quarters, so okay. a longer game, yeah. um, but playing uh, two matches. So uh, the girls will, um, yeah, have a, a bit more time to rotate on the yeah. oval. Sometimes it's a bit of a challenge getting all the players on. Uh, we'll be able to play 24 players. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, have six on the bench, so okay. that's good scope to yeah to, to get all the players through, and so they can show their wares. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but before we get to that point, obviously got the Sandgropers uh, here at Norlunga, um, Flinders University Stadium on Sunday, March twenty eight. Um, that'll be a tough one because we all know that uh, yeah they've certainly had their teeth into the women's side of things for a long time now, Western Australia. Absolutely, that's going to be a, a real tough campaign we've played WA um, as a central allies outfit mm-hmm. uh, previously uh, we got beaten in 2019 it was quite a wet encounter mm-hmm. uh, at Southport and um, there was a yeah, it was torrential rain there mm-hmm. in the weeks leading up and a lot of the ovals were closed actually before we we arrived so mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a tough encounter that particular game but uh, we've got a very very strong squad and, and just having a chat to I suppose get an understanding of of it's, it's strength. Daryl Wintle had a chat to me the other day yeah. and now having sort of been involved as a footy manager with uh, compiling lists and all the rest mm-hmm. of it, he recognised a lot of the names and said, this is a pretty good team. Yeah, this is going yeah. right at Sanford W. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry about that. So uh, all those players are, are well credentialed um, and anyone who follows Sanford W footy will certainly recognise a lot of the names that are mm-hmm. listed. Let's have a look at those listed names. Everyone's been very patient while we uh, chat about the games and the like that are coming ahead. But um, yeah, as you say, Robbie, uh, a lot of uh, outstanding players and even premiership players 
um, that are running around in the statewide super women's league comp, such as uh, Kate Case from North Adelaide is uh, one that springs to mind, and of course uh, Hannah Ewings as well. Um, Julia Clark, another one from the Roosters. Um, what about uh, just the in the terms of the squad at the moment? There are a couple of uh, little injury concerns that are um, just being um, looked at at the moment. Yeah, so we, we had um, the weekend's games, uh, particularly Saturday, mm. um, a couple of injuries came out of that. So we're just waiting on a scan for Brooklyn Craft on her knee. Yeah. Um, and so we were all a bit concerned um, with that. And we've got Kirsten Tromans, who's actually our state doctor, is also the Eagles doctor. So she's okay. looking after... Uh, after Brooklyn, and we'll know the results of those scans tonight. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the other one is Hannah Ewings, who uh, hurt an ankle in a tackle, so mm-hmm. um, she'll be coming back uh, for some uh, scans on that ankle on Thursday from Wyala. She, okay. she commutes and uh, to play her footy, mm-hmm. and uh, so she was in a moon boot and on crutches, etc. After the game, so. Uh, I suppose we probably have to allow for worst case scenario and, and those players not being available, mm. but we're just not too sure at this um, at this stage. And once we get um, the full uh, disclosure of their, yep. their injuries um, from um, the medical people, we'll be able to move from there. But yep. uh, two very important players, not only mm-hmm. for us, but certainly for their for their respective clients. Yeah, definitely. Fingers crossed for the best result possible in that respect. Uh, Zoe Prowse from Sturt had an outstanding season last year, and she's obviously on the uh, in the AFLW Academy. Uh, what sort of role have you got in mind for Zoe? Yeah, we're thinking of a couple of different things. Mm. I, mean, I suppose if Brooklyn's not available, mm. we're thinking of, yeah, she could play as a ruck, but she could also play as a, a big midfielder mm. Um, mm. as well. And Sturt have um, used her in that role a little bit mm-hmm. uh, throughout the trials and a little bit in the, in the first couple of rounds. But uh, So she's quite versatile. She can push forward. Um, see, Jade Halfpenny from Nord also gives us a lot of flexibility. She mm-hmm. can play as a key forward, but... I know Matt Creeper, uh, Norwood's coach, has been using her a little bit in the midfield too, yeah. and she was very impressive the other night, I've okay. got to say. Uh, and she's got a bit of pace. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, a, um, she's a, a strong girl, but gee, she can move as well. So, okay. um, And she's got a lot of penetration in her kicking, so she's a she's a weapon depending on where you want to use her. So we've got a, a fair bit of flexibility. And when you look at mm-hmm. the team, you know, you look at players like Thames and Morris and, and Brooke Tanon, they've been playing really well in defence for the Bays mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. And uh, Jace Farrell's been using them as uh, pretty much exit-kicking defenders okay. as well. So they're, they're giving their midfield a, a lot of good use um, in transition. So mm-hmm. uh, they're two players that we're, we're really um, excited about playing those similar roles within mm. our state squad. Um, and that's what we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure the players are reasonably familiar okay. with where they're playing Look at their sample W form. We know they've got um, some secondary roles, but mm, we'll probably mm. look to play them sort of where they've been comfortable playing uh, for the certainly the preseason and, and the opening mm. rounds as well, just so they've got that familiarity and yeah. uh, they're comfortable with what they're doing out in the oval. Lauren Young obviously won the Round 1 Powerade Breakthrough Player Award and uh, everyone talking about how well she's going as a 15-year-old. must be exciting to have a talent of her calibre in the lineup. and where do you sort of see her playing? Well, she can play anywhere, we know that. Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of, yeah, where do we, we feel we, we need Lauren? And mm. uh, I had to get age dispensation approval from the AFL to mm. be able to list her. We had a number of injuries um, 
just outside of the two that we acquired over the weekend, but mm-hmm. uh, we've had uh, some players too who, who are doing year 12, a couple with other sports. Yeah. Uh, so we actually sort of ran a, a bit deep. Uh, and so under normal circumstances, someone like Lauren, I probably just let remain the play, but she was mm-hmm. so impressive round one. I've been watching yeah. her for four years anyway, since so yeah. she was 12 um, in West Adelaide's underage program. But mm. uh, I sort of looked at her and um, and got age dispensation. The AFL had to actually watch some vision of her yeah. uh, and make sure that they were, um, they were comfortable yeah. with that. That goes to a committee uh, and then uh, that that process goes for a few yeah. days yeah. Um, and then Jess Smith from the AFL was able to give me a call and say they were happy for Lauren provided her parents were mm-hmm. uh, she was given approval uh, and we could go through it they, were, yep. they didn't hesitate and so we were able to add um, Lauren to, to the squad and all this was done also liaising with West Adelaide to make sure that they sure. knew what the process was mm-hmm. um, going through they were contacted before the AFL were and um we uh, were able to, to list Lauren, which gives her a great yeah. opportunity to, to show her wares, and I'm sure she'll she'll impress a few yeah, um, definitely. from you know across the various borders around mm-hmm. Australia with their performances up in Queensland. Now, uh, tough one. This I always like to throw this one at uh, bangers when we talk about the boys' squads as well. But uh, is there someone sort of in the squad or a couple of girls perhaps that um, people don't really know a great deal about, and you're really excited that they're going to get this opportunity and um, yeah just to let us know a little bit more about them and the role they play yeah well certainly I think when you look at some new players there's a, mm-hmm. a player at North Sarah Branford Sarah's actually just come across from soccer she was in Adelaide okay. United's yep. underage program and uh, she's played um, both games for Nord this year. She's a small forward who's got a really good running capacity. So mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing her development, not only just in, in our program, but, but going forward. Mm. Uh, so she's a, a new one. I really like uh, Maddie Lane's uh, games in defence for, for Central. She's been mm-hmm. very good, really composed. She's super competitive, but it's been her kicking um, on defensive exits, which has been mm-hmm. really good. And, and the dogs have been really unlucky the last uh, couple of weeks in, in mm-hmm. losing games. Really, they, they should have won. Yeah. Uh, so there's certainly been very competitive. Lauren Brigette's another mm-hmm. um, player. She's um, from country Victoria originally, but moved to the Bryce at the end of 2019. She's from Mildura. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she's super competitive. She yeah. missed last week with a... Uh, she got a knock to the head from Zoe Prowse while they were <laughs> playing... Um, against each other yeah. uh, at Sense Stadium in um, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, she just missed with, with a concussion and um, we'll certainly look after her. Talita mm-hmm. Boothke from South Adelaide's another one as well. Um, Talita doesn't sort of realise actually how good I think she can be. Mm-hmm. So um, so she's one I think in the, in the future she's she's been terrific. Zoe Venning, I think mm-hmm. people know a fair bit yeah. about her. But Emily Borg is one from North Adelaide. She's mm-hmm. a key defender. We added okay. Emily late. She's born late um, in uh, 2004. So she was pretty much going to be doing our under 17 program this year, yep. which is an internal one funded by the AFL, uh, which will run in May and June. Uh, but such as her form, it was just uh, too hard to ignore. Yep. Um, Emma Sampson, one of our assistant coaches, mm-hmm. is also the assistant coach at, at North Adelaide. Mm-hmm. I had a chat to Chrissy Steen about Emily as well. Um, and uh, they were just raving about her pre-season approach and I mm. watched her again. She's such a, a a wonderful defender. She's, mm, she's mm. terrific. She's sort of in the uh, I suppose if you look in the, the Sanford men's competition, yeah. she's in the Alex Giorgio mode. Okay. Super yep. yeah, really athletic. 
uh, super aggressive. Doesn't give it an doesn't inch. give yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but really clean from the floor too. So okay. has a spilled ball, she gets back to it quickly, yep. gives him the grass really quickly. So that's what um, I've been really impressed uh, with Emily, and we've got her obviously for um, yep. for next year as well, yeah, being cool. uh, an under seventeen uh, this year. So we've Excellent. we've got her um, potentially if she doesn't get on an AFLW list yeah. next year. We've perhaps got her the, the year after being an under-19 format. Great. Uh, leadership uh, group and captain, vice-captain and so forth. Uh, what's the process there under the coach, Tim Weatherald and assistant Bill Economy? Yeah, it'll be a, a case, I suppose, of the, of the players voting for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we've got our list finalised um, over the next... Uh, we train again tomorrow um, at Thedden yep. and Oval and then we'll have... Uh, a couple of sessions next week where mm-hmm. the players will, will come together. So I think that voting process will probably start um, tomorrow, or at yep. least the, the seeds will be planted yep. uh, for that. And uh, and then we'll, we'll go forward. We'll take 24 players into the match against uh, WA, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll take 24 to the Gold Coast. So it won't necessarily yep. be the same combination. Okay. So yep. uh, it will depend, I suppose, on, on the health of the players, uh, form, etc. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll uh, certainly get a, it'll be a dress rehearsal against WA, and, yep. um, and then obviously uh, everyone will be um, doing their best to, to try and get into into that team. So, Perfect. yeah, so the players will be missing the ones um, that are selected to play will yep. miss round five mm-hmm. and round seven if okay. they're chosen to play against WA and uh, to go to the Gold Coast. So the, okay. the clubs are aware of that. They've had mm-hmm. to manage their list because you've got some very important yeah, players yeah. in here that, that play for their clubs as well. So in terms of their list management, they're uh, getting their heads around, mm-hmm. you know, the, the worst possible scenario of yeah. losing a, a, a player um, I say that in a good way, uh, yeah. what's in terms of managing their list yeah, and who they're going to roll out in, in their particular game. So mm-hmm. they'll miss, uh, obviously, against WA on the 28th, but then uh, we'll have a bye um, mm-hmm. the weekend we leave, mm-hmm. and then on return the players will be resting, obviously, yeah. because they've played two games that particular week. So make mm-hmm. sure we, have to, we don't overload them, and they'll be ready to, to come out again in round eight and uh, move into the final series. Terrific, Robbie. Well, thank you very much for your time today chatting all things statewide super state under-19 girls squad. Great to release it and, uh, yeah, wishing them and the coach, Tim Weatherald, and his assistant, Bill Economou, all the best for the upcoming matches against WA on Sunday, March 28, and then, of course, the NAB AFLW under-19 girls championships uh, on the Gold Coast from April 11 to April 15. So thank you again for your time. Thanks very much, Zach. Looking forward to it.